Hey, how you doing? This is Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com and the author of Alcohol Lied to Me, a book that has helped hundreds of thousands of people to escape the loop of problem drinking. And if you are worried about your drinking, then the first thing you should do is get yourself a copy. I'm not shilling it. You can have it for free. Just go to the website, StopDrinkingExpert.com. Now, today, I want to talk about um, the reason why people drink. And I want, I've got a very important message for you, uh, and I think it will be appropriate for you, even though I haven't met you, probably, because we're all human, we're all the same species, and we all act the same way. We're very predictable in a lot of situations. People drink alcohol to problematic levels because they are trying to cover up something else. That is generally what I've learned from 14 years of doing this. It's not that some people just really like the taste of it. Some people just like to, the feeling of getting drunk. 99.9% .9 of the time when people come to me and say, Craig, I think I'm an alcoholic, and they describe their situation, there is something under the alcohol, something underneath it, which means alcohol is not the problem. Alcohol is a symptom of the problem. And that's why we are so terrible at helping people with this affliction. You go to your doctor and you say, I'm drinking too much. They treat the problem. They say, right, well, go to AA. That's their solution. And at AA, they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know you want to drink alcohol. We know that's your favorite thing, but you can't do it anymore. And you're not allowed to do it anymore. You've got to be a good boy or a good girl for the rest of your life. And you stay away from the thing that you want most on planet Earth. That's it pretty much, isn't it? It completely misses the point. Because if I'm drinking alcohol to excess because I'm lonely or I'm depressed or because I'm in an abusive relationship, and I come along to you and you tell me you're not allowed to drink alcohol anymore. Great. I'm not drinking alcohol anymore. I'm sober, but I've still got the original problem. And you just took away my coping mechanism, you douchebag. Now I'm miserable because I can't drink the thing I want to drink. And I've still got the original problem. Do you see why this is all broken? Do you see why it, our approach to alcohol is hopelessly misguided? Alcohol is not the problem. It's a coping mechanism. And if you had a better tool available to you, you'd use that. It's just that it's so available. That's why so many people get hooked on alcohol. That's why 3 million people every year die from this stuff. Because it's so available. It's so easy. And there's no stigma. You just walk into a shop and say, give me a bottle of that poison. Nobody goes, are you sure? Do you really want to drink poison? They just give it to you. And, the, you know, the, the companies that make this poison have a license to make the poison by the government. The government even takes a cut. It's all completely bonkers. It's nuts. But look, uh, I think it's getting more and more difficult for people. Uh, and, and I think the reason for that, I wrote a book called Unleashed a few years ago, and it's all about loving yourself more because what I've, what I've noticed is this... In, these days, people are too hard on themselves. They heap too much pressure on themselves. And I think it comes from social media. You know, in, in the social media world, 
There's no room for failure. There's, there's no room for, you know, second place. Everyone has to be winning. Everyone has to have the best job. Everyone has to have, have perfect children who are getting straight A's and learning cello at school. And everyone has to be vacationing in five-star resorts and going on luxury yacht tours. And that's social media, isn't it? Nobody loses in social media. Nobody posts up the reality. They, they post up a fabricated Hollywood-style version of themselves. And the problem is, as the generations move through time, I'm Generation X, apparently, born in the 70s. But, you know, you've got Gen Zs now, and they have no perception of what went before. They've grown up in this world of fake perfection. And they're just piling more and more pressure on themselves. And when you do that, when you don't allow failure to be a part of your life, you create an untenable situation. You create depression. You create anxiety. You create low mood. And all of these things that are created are often self-prescribed with alcohol. Most people come to me with one of these problems. I'm depressed, Craig. I'm lonely. I'm stressed out. I'm anxious. I'm this. I'm that. And all they've done is they found that alcohol temporarily covers up the problem for a little bit. But as I've said many times, using alcohol to fix your problems is like going to a loan shark to deal with your debt. Yeah, it appears to look like it's fixing the problem in the short term. But in both of those situations, if you zoom out, you see the reality. And so there is something... Um, I discovered recently that resonated with me so much that I wanted to share it with you. And it's something called Sturgeon's Law. You can Google it after this video. Sturgeon's Law. And it, was, uh, it came from um, uh, a writer, an author called uh, Theodore Sturgeon. He wrote science fiction. And uh, a critic one day said to him, well, basically was criticizing the genre, saying science fiction's terrible, it's lowbrow, it's, it's the worst sort of writing. And Sturgeon replied and said, yeah, but actually all writing is crap. In fact, 90% of everything is crap. And so in that respect, science fiction is no different to any other genre because 90% of everything that's written is poor. It's not very good. It's the 10% that stands out. And you might think, well, Craig, what's that got to do with stop drinking? Sturgeon law, Sturgeon's law that 90% of everything, including people, think about it. Isn't it true? <laughs> Most people you meet, you think, idiot. <laughs> and there's a handful of them that you think, yeah, they're really nice. I like them. Sturgeon's law applies to everything, right? So that means that there are, if there are some things about your life that are broken, that's fine. It's fine. Because there will be a part of your life that's beautifully perfect and better than everyone else's. And social media encourages us to compare our lives to other people in a horrible way, not in a positive way. Well, you know, it What's that saying? It goes, you know, if, if you judge a goldfish by how well it can climb a tree, then you will just classify it as a failure. There are things that you can do massively better than me. 
I mean, you would put me to shame. You would embarrass me if we had a competition in your field of expertise and vice versa. There are things I can do. I bet massively better than you can do. And that's fine. It's all fine. But I have this conveyor belt of people coming to me with drinking problems who are just beating themselves up unnecessarily. The goal of life is not perfection because that is impossible. So what I'm here to do today is just to hopefully give you pause and just get you to stop a moment and ask you to stop being so hard on yourself. The things you have made mistakes over in the past that you beat yourself up over is fine because it was a learning experience. It brought you here. It wasn't without value. You cannot have success without failure and in the proportion of Sturgeon's law. So all you have to do is live your life and do 10% exceptionally. And you win. It's as simple as that. 90% of your life can be an absolute shambles. But as long as 10% is exceptional, that's the gauge. And we spend so much time hating on ourselves, criticizing ourselves, body shaming ourselves, questioning our intellect, beating ourselves up over mistakes and wrong things said and all this sort of stuff, that we fail to realize that all of that, all of that bad stuff that we've labeled as bad is just a part of the process. I think the reason my course works is it's not just about forcing you to stay away from the thing you want most on planet Earth, alcohol. It's about reprogramming your mind and the way you believe, changing your subconscious thoughts around this drug and changing, most importantly, your subconscious beliefs about yourself, learning to love who you are, genuinely love who you are. Because when you get to that point, when you love who you are, you won't feed yourself poison anymore. That will be beneath you. That just will not sit with your moral code anymore. So, look, uh, my goal with this video, this podcast, was just to uh, throw out something that I learned, and it really made me sit and think, and I hope it has the same effect on you. Uh, I'd love to know in the comments if it does resonate, if, if you take anything from it, or if you think it's crap. There is a good chance, I mean, a 90% chance, that this video, this podcast is crap. Please do tell me in the comments below. Thanks a lot. See you in the next one.